Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Podcast. We're on episode 141, and I have two wonderful guests with us today. I've got Scott Newhan and Jason (laughs) (laughs) Snowburn. Welcome, guys. uh, Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Yes. Happy to be here. Yay. Um, We're going to dive in to Constantino and a very amazing design event that you guys do not want to miss out on. Um, I had the opportunity to meet Scott and Jason um, a little while back at the Decton launch party and um, them sharing this event um, is really intriguing and exciting and I can't wait to, to join. Okay, I'm going to set our space. So let me go ahead and light a candle so that we can just be present and grounded. I like the energy of fire. Um, for me, it's, you know, creation, but also destruction and, and a spark of passion and desire and all those things. And by doing something physical, it gets us into that into that zone. I'm going to pull a crystal card and um, the deck that I have connects to different affirmations and just different energy vibrations. So let's see what we have for today. We have Ruby, abundance, courage, and passion. And this is connected to the um, root chakra, so grounding, but it's also connected to the heart space. And um, I just absolutely love Ruby. This is one of the, the crystals that I use to get grounded. I have like this these big giant um, almondine rubies that I just hold when they just have this really powerful grounding energy to them. Nice. So first question I always ask is, uh, what is home for you? And Scott, I'll start with you. What's home for you at the moment? Uh, home for me is family. Uh, I love being home and being with my wife and my kids. Although my kids are grown now, so I don't see them as much as I used to. But we are going to have a cookie baking session tonight with my son and my daughter. Oh my so gosh. that'll be fun. That's awesome. I love it. Um, and what about you, Jason? 
Yeah, very similar. I definitely would say home is being with people you love, your family, friends, doing something fun and exciting in the outdoors, you know, being by the ocean, being in the mountains. We try to get out and, and do something as much as possible because that really, that's really our kind of our happy place, you know? Yeah, amazing. I love it. Yeah, being outside, it's, it's huge and just being in nature. And Scott, I noticed that you have a bunch of, um, is it oil paintings behind you? Of, yes. Are those places in particular? No. So I started painting uh, about four years ago when my daughter was obsessed with watching Bob Ross YouTube videos. And <laughs> I said, well, do you want to give it a try? So we both went to Michael's and got a bunch of paint supplies and we started painting together and she stopped after the first one. And I continued and I've painted probably around 60 paintings now. Oh and I've actually wow. sold, I've actually sold nine and the, some of the ones on the wall, like the one right above me is one of my favorites of the Pacific Northwest. And, uh, so yeah, I've actually had people commission to, uh, commission me to do, uh, landscape paintings for them. So there's a lot of paintings hanging with customers and friends. So it's, it's a hobby of mine that, uh, I took up and haven't stopped yet. I'm actually working on a couple right now. That's amazing. I love it. I would have never known. Did you know this, Jason? Uh, I did. Yeah, I didn't know the level he did, but I've seen some of them before, and they're they're pretty good. Pretty good. Definitely Bob Ross inspired. Can't go wrong yes. with any anything Bob Ross involved. <laughs> I would love to dive into your guys's origin story of how you got into the design business. Um, I always find it super fascinating, and of course, there's so many paths. So, um, Jason, do you want to start and just share? How you got into this field yeah absolutely so i was i was kind of forced into it um, at an early age from working in a family business you know my dad had a company doing fabrication installation company so early in high school i was forced to kind of go in and, and work for him learned a lot though got involved in installation of countertops fabrication and then as things went on started working with the uh with the estimating side, and that's where I got a little more involved working closely with designers, finding out about how, how they create the spaces and then being more on the end of of trying to make those spaces, you know, come to life. Um Yeah, so that was kind of my my beginnings, definitely. Yeah. And then how did you get connected with Cosentino? Well, I've always known him from the beginning, because like I said, they were the Silestone was the first courts in the U.S. And when it was introduced to my dad's shop, I was I was working in the shop in the, in the very beginnings of it coming to the United States. So I was involved with Silestone early on. And then my wife is actually from Carlsbad. So once we moved back this direction to be closer to her family, worked at a shop doing, again, sales for a fabricator. And they were kind of Cosentino and, and the products were always the go-to for that we worked with the most. They gave us the most support felt like they're the best quality materials. Yeah. And then as it was time to kind of move on from there, there was an opening at Cosentino and I tricked uh, Scott and his team into <laughs> hiring me and now they're stuck with me. <laughs> and how long it's a blessing. <laughs> and how long have you been with the company? Uh, coming up on three years. This, yeah. uh, this January will be three years. Amazing. And it's kind of been because of where I started in the fabrication side and things, it's almost kind of turned into a little bit of a dream job you know it's something i always wanted to do especially once i started getting involved in sales so it, it's it's been awesome it's been a great experience so far amazing and then what's your role uh my role is 
title is account manager. So basically I call on as a, as a vendor rep, call on fabricators, um, kitchen and bath dealers, some contractors, interior designers, try to educate them on, on our products and help, uh, help get specifications in the market. And then as well as support to the fabricators are doing the installation and fabrication and all that good stuff. Amazing. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, and Scott, how about you? Well, my story goes back a little further than Jason's because I'm a little bit more mature, we'll say. <laughs> I actually got into this business like a lot of people by accident. Uh, never thought of this as a career. Uh, my One of my best friends from high school called me when I was 23 years old and said, hey, we're looking for a warehouse guy at Marina Tile, uh, which is the original Marina Tile on Marina Boulevard, which is now Arizona Tile. Got it. Um, and where I was working at the time was in fire sprinklers and it was slow. So I took the job and kind of worked my way up through uh, being a warehouse guy to the order desk um, and eventually into a semi-sales role. And um, from there, I moved on to a couple different slab yards. I uh, ran Encinitas Tile Slab Yard for a little while. And then in 2001, I started with Import Stone as a sales rep. And in 2008, Cosentino bought Import Stone. And that's where my career with Cosentino started a little over 15 years ago. Uh, came on, ran the San Diego location for about seven years or so. In 2016, was promoted to run the Anaheim hub. And then just recently, I was promoted to the regional general manager for Las Vegas, Anaheim, and San Diego. Wow. Wow. So I'm happy to I'm happy to be back in the San Diego market. Uh, it's where I was born and raised. I've lived in California, in San Diego, my entire life. Yeah. And before I left for Anaheim, I was very connected with all the designers in San Diego. Um, in 2014, I won the ASID Don Merrill Award. Um, so I was very very active in the community. So I'm I'm trying to get my way back in because it's a lot of new people that I don't know, like yourself. Love it. And well, I'm glad that I got to meet with you guys and connect with you. This is really cool. Can you give us um, a lot of our listeners are new, they're aspiring interior designers, they're just kind of starting their path. Can you give us a little bit of a history of Cosentino or what you guys have to offer and a little bit about the lines that you uh, represent within within the company? Yeah, uh, Cosentino started uh, very early on as a marble company. Um, they had a very small factory in Maquiel, Spain, which is a very small town. Um, and it's three brothers that started the company, mainly working on Rojo Lacante, Emperor Dark, Crema Marfil, a lot of the Spanish marbles. Uh, their main one was for flooring, which was called uh, Maquiel, which is a white and gray marble that's in the local quarries in the mountains there. And the owner of the company, Paco Cosentino, one day decided, hey, we need to do something with all this marble scrap. And he created a product called Marble Stone, which in the U.S. was called Marlique. And it wasn't a very big success or a lot of claims, but he knew there was something to the technology of putting grains together with resin. So that's how Silestone was born in 1990. And we were the first ones to produce quartz. Um, and then in 2013, we launched Dekton, and Dekton has become one of our flagship products. Uh, the products that we carry, the lines that we carry are Silestone Quartz, uh, Dekton, 
And we also have our natural stone line called Sensa, where we have a factory in Brazil that pre-treats the stone and offers a 15-year stained warranty, uh, which is uh, something that's cutting edge in the market, never has to be resealed for the entire life of the product um, and covers any staining from food or beverage. We're cool. Can you tell a little bit about um, Decton and what makes that different from Southstone? Yeah, Decton um, is a mix of raw minerals from the earth. And we go through a metamorphic process, just like granite with heat and pressure. And we're not using any resin binders, which makes it unique in the market. And the fact that it can be used anywhere, indoor, outdoor, wall cladding, uh, furniture tops. It comes in multiple thicknesses from four millimeter up to three centimeter. Uh, so the versatility of the product um, and what we can manufacture as far as look far surpasses anything Silestone can do because of the patterns that we can create. So it's really limitless in what we can do. And we also offer something called Decton ID, where if you have a, a big enough project, we can custom color anything you want, anything you want to match, we can make. Oh, I love it. That's amazing. I had no, I didn't know you guys did that. Yes. It's a very amazing product and I have Decton in my kitchen right around the corner and I wouldn't put anything else in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a fantastic material and I, I remember always just admiring it every time um, I go into the showroom and check it out. Uh, very cool. Well, I also wanted to um, have you guys on because I know that you have this, um, what would you call it? Would you call it a convention or an event or? I would. I would call it a designer conference That's or right. a, you know, a designer networking um, possibility. Yeah. And this is something that you guys have just recently um, been putting on every year. Is that correct? That's correct. This is the third one. Uh, we've been doing a conference in Mexico for the past 20 years called, it used to be called the C100. Okay. We changed it to C Next, and it was mainly for our top fabricators in the country. But the one thing that uh, the company decided is, yes, fabricators are the ones that purchase from us, but the designers are the ones that are specifying our products that the fabricators are installing. So we needed to reach out to the design community and create something for them. And the first couple have been very, very uh, amazing and receptive to the community. Um, people that go to the first one almost inevitably go to everyone after that. Wow. And how many designers uh, typically um, attend? It's a smaller event. I would say uh, between 40 and 60 designers will attend. It's a little bit more intimate where the C100 for the fabricators is like 400 people. Oh, wow. Okay. And then these are designers that are coming from all over the world. Correct. That's Correct. And we have lots of uh, trade partners that will be there, guest speakers. Um, Patty Dominguez, who's our VP of business development, uh, is is amazing. Uh, she is a social butterfly and absolutely loves to work with designers. Oh. And uh, Eduardo Cosentino will be there. Um, so everybody will get to meet the family. It's really, really, they make it a very personal event. That's amazing. And um, can you, do you have programming or can you share a little bit about what some of those um, meetings are going to be like topics that are, are going to be covered at the event that designers can look forward to? I don't have a specific agenda, but I could, I can tell you that it's going to be a lot of networking and it's going to be a lot of um, what the trends are, oh, what nice. most designers are seeing out in the market. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I do have actually the itinerary in front of me, so I've got a few uh, a few of the things that are coming up I can share. Yeah, I would love Looks to like hear. Looks like on the first day. Yeah, on the first day, one of the seminars is making a house a home. So it's emotional connection and mindful design. And that's nice. actually brought by a partner of ours, California Closets. Nice. As well as one of our presenting uh, brand partners, the CEO of Urban Bonfire, Ryan Bloom, is going to be there to present um, for, for their products and how that ah. all goes into play in, in the outdoor outdoor spaces. If you guys are familiar with the, uh, the Urban Bonfire cabinetry, they're a good, uh, a good brand partner of ours. It's going to be, be there as well. Thanks. And a keynote presentation is Designing for the Future, brought to you by Studio M Lighting. Um, so it's a discussion on the heritage and responsibility of designing for future generations from family-owned brands. So I think they're going to have a whole panelist of some other brands, including, uh, looks like including uh, Kohler. Laura Kohler is going to be uh-huh. be there on that one and a couple other ones. And then, so Kohler is a big, big partner for this as well. That's amazing. And that's just the first day, actually. And there's some other really cool ones. And also, in, in addition to the, the event and the people are to be there, it's at an absolutely gorgeous resort in Los Cabos. Um, I believe it's a brand new resort. Um, if I if I heard correctly, I mean everything everything there is five star top shelf. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a a very fun experience in addition to the the design education and everything else as well. One of the things I wanted to mention about uh, Cosentino, and I'm sure they're going to bring this up at the C next event, is Cosentino's commitment to the environment. Um, for those who have been to our factory um, or will go in the future, you'll see that Cosentino is very dedicated to sustainability. On our factory grounds, we have over 38,000 solar panels and that's growing. We recycle 100% of our water um, and our Decton product is the only product on the market that is carbon neutral and uh, cradle to grave certified. And our Silestone has gone through a metamorphosis as well. We call it Hybrick. Okay. It's a hybrid mineral surface uh, where same thing, all renewable energy, uh, whether it's wind or solar and recycling 100% of the water. I know that's important in the design community as well. Yeah, it's huge. And, no, and it's true. It's not something, sorry, I was going to say, it's no. not something the company just talks about. They really, truly do it. I actually had a chance to go with a group of, of designers and fabricators in October to the factory in Spain, and it was mind-blowing. Just, you can see the videos, you can see pictures, you can hear all the information about it, but nothing is like truly seeing the scale and scope of it there. What what they're doing at the factory sustainability is is unbelievable, and I don't think it's even close to being matched by any other any other uh, manufacturer in the industry. So it was an awesome experience to see. That's amazing. Um, yes, I mean with our especially with our um, audience. I really try to focus on um, the holisticness of interior design and sustainability is one of those pillars of just being really in touch with mother nature and what we're doing with the planet. And as designers, we have so much pull in the way of selecting materials that are going to benefit um, mother earth versus, you know, totally depleting her. And I don't think a lot of designers understand the power that we have to help uh, in that space. So I always try to shout out you know, to other vendors and manufacturers that are doing things to, to be in that alignment. So I really appreciate 
you bringing that up and, and to our attention. I think that's really important as designers in our field um, to be aware of, you know, the, the, the business practices that our manufacturers are doing um, to be in that alignment. Oh, that's really cool. Um, Jason, you mentioned an event or going to Spain in October. That's something that you guys do as well, right? You, you do tours or you have people come out. We have probably once or twice a year, we have an opportunity um, here in the San Diego market to invite some designers or, or industry partners to tour the factory. And it's if you ever get the chance to or, or once those trips come up and, and we we make the call, it's a it's a great experience. To, to learn about everything and also it's a ton of ton of fun and as well really company really takes care of our good designers on that trip so it's it's a blast amazing yeah and if any of your listeners want to attend uh we pay for everything once you're in spain uh okay. the only thing that a designer would have to pay for is airfare um and it's it's top notch it's not just uh going out for a burger we're going on uh, really expensive dinners. The factory tour is uh, something that I've done quite a few times and it the factory just changes every time I go there, always always evolving. Uh, but it's something that everybody should attend at least once to see what Cosentino is really all about. <laughs> the food that we had on that trip was probably the best food I think I've ever had in my life. It was some amazing, amazing restaurants and things and resorts we ate at that if I was just traveling on my own, me and my wife for vacation, there's yeah. no way I would have went to those restaurants because they're <laughs> not the cheapest, you know. But it was, it was phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's also flamenco dancing in a cave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can't beat that. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sure that, and just the inspiration of being around that city and that country and just everything that's around you. I mean, I can't help but think that you'd be super inspired. Absolutely. And uh, just going back to CNEX, what are the dates for um, for that conference? Do you have it off? The yeah, I've got it in front of me. I believe it's February the 4th through the 8th. Okay. Correct. Is the, the dates of the event. Yep. So any of your listeners that want to attend, we have a, we can share the link with you that can be shared with them so they can see what it's all about, check out the resort, and then registration can be done there. I believe we still have a little bit of time left to register, but it's getting down to the wire now yeah yeah we have 10 days left okay perfect we'll get it out there it's going to be in the show notes we'll share it on the instagram so that people can can attend um you know like i said like for me my intention for 2024 is really just leveling up my business and um you know enriching myself with these experiences so i'm super stoked um, to just share all of this with all of you. And Cabo San Lucas is absolutely gorgeous. I was just there in August, but before that I was working on a resort uh, down the back in 2013, we we're working on a resort. Um, so we would go down on business trips. And so well, I hope you, I hope you can attend so you can do a future podcast about how amazing the C-Next event was. Yeah, that's my plan. So I need to register, I go, and then follow up of all the events that we did, the people that I connected with. I know anytime I go to any event, like even just the ASID event that we had uh, recently with your launch, uh, you know, just connecting with new people all the time. And, and I just did a, a podcast before this, just talking about, you know, getting involved with these designer um, communities, even our community. We have a free community called Design Important. 
where you know we connect and I go to all the ASID events, I'm on the board, I go to the San Diego Architecture Foundation events, anything that I can get my hands on art events, art openings, I'm out there. So, and that's really what has helped me just even connecting with you guys and, and all the other partners that I um, am connected with. So I highly encourage all of you new designers to just get out there and connect and um, meet people because you never know like what one connection is going to do to the next um, to get you where you want to go. And people want to support you and they want to help and they want to take you to the next level. And I love that you guys are partners with designers and that you really treasure those relationships. Because for me, relationships are everything. I'm constantly building relationships and, um, you know, it's just the support. And the design community is, is really supportive as much as it's competitive, it's super supportive. And when you can partner with people like you, I think it, it helps a lot. No, absolutely. I think that's the best part of all of the events is the connections and building on the relationships. That's, that's really what they're all about. Absolutely. Do you have anything else that you want to mention um, about Cosentino or the event that I haven't touched on? I think we covered a lot of it. Cool. Yeah, the only thing I would throw in there is for the event, it's it's not just talking about our products the whole time. It's like I said, right. it's our, our brand partners. So it's you get involved in a little bit of a little bit of everything from design, as well as you're not sitting in a seminar for three days. There's a lot right. of free time to enjoy this amazing resort on the beach, food and everything, everything about it as well. So a lot of a lot of free time involved also. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of time of interaction and connection and building relationships. Yeah, it's all about networking. And um, can you, for those that are in San Diego, where can we find Silestone, Decton, you know, all of your products? You can find that at our Cosentino Center, uh, which is located at 9020 Activity Road. Suite okay. C, I believe, Jason. Correct. It's been a while. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a beautiful showroom there where you get to see all of our products. Uh, we have a slab yard that you can walk through. Um, yeah, and come see our new products uh, like we launched last week or the week before the Dekton Yukio, which is being received very well into the market. Well, gorgeous. And that's the one thing I'll say about Cosentino is they are always innovating. It's never enough. They're always looking for what, how they can improve the product uh, or what, they, what the trends are or what the future trends they see coming are. And they listen to the design community um, so like Yukio was designed by Claudia, uh, a, a designer up in LA, and we actually take designers to Spain and some of our colors were actually developed by designers. We call them influencer collection. Is yeah, it is, we call them influencers where they actually go to Spain, they work with our product development team and they come up with their own color lines. And one of the colors that came out a few years ago, uh, which was designed by a designer is one of our number one colors in almost every segment called Luso. So that was actually designed by one of the local designers. That's so cool. Well, I would love to know more a bit about your collaboration with Claudia and how did that come about? How did you guys meet? Was she just specking your, your products all the time? Did you guys have a, a prior connection? I believe so. I don't know a lot about that, but um, I'd imagine you could ask Patty and Claudia that question yeah. at CNEX when you're there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she was very influential. Uh, we actually launched it at KBiz last year under a different name called Fractal. Okay. Um, and then it was rebranded re as Yukio uh, later on. I love that. I just love how you guys are so connected. And you're right, you're constantly changing. I know Stylestone is my go-to quartz. Um, and I also love that you have the prefab court. 
Um, so right. Do that is like that's a no brainer. <laughs> Super easy. Right. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so before we go, oh, what's I'm gonna put the link in the show notes. So we'll put the website. But can you just share the website and maybe the Instagram? Since I know you guys are pretty active there as well. Yeah. So the website is uh, cosentino.com. Okay. And from there, you can find all of our brands, uh, anything that you want to know. And I'll specifically for the trade, there is a for the trade section where okay. you can get any type of specification documents you need. Um, and then my Instagram is just my name, Scott Newhan. Um, I'm usually pretty active when we're doing events. I do a lot of stories and things like that. Yeah. And I think there is a separate website, too, for the event, the cnextdesigners.com. Okay. Correct. They want, a, they want a direct link for, for the event. And I can share that with you to show with your people too. Yes. Or with your listeners. Yeah. I will definitely add that. Um, and then before we go, I always ask, you know, what are you doing at the moment um, to be grounded, centered? I know like there's so many things and I feel like as designers, there's, you know, we have so many stresses and like being centered and grounded is so important. Um, just for our mental health and our well-being. Uh, are you guys doing anything in particular that's keeping you in that that state of peace? Well, for me, I'm on vacation. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always take the last two to three weeks of the year off. Um, so I will be going to the desert where I like to go play with my truck and uh, drive around really fast and okay. relax in an RV. Ah, that's a dream. I love it. What desert do you go out to? I go to Acatillo, uh, which is just off the aid in Imperial County. Uh, my brother's friend has a house there and we just park our RV, well, the rented RV yeah. and uh, camp out there for five days, uh, have lots of fun, and drive around and it's beautiful. I love it's the weather beautiful. there. Yeah, it's beautiful. I remember camping out there once. I think we were in a tent and it was just crazy wind. So we ended up having to sleep in the car, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> That happens and then from a, time to time, yep. And then another thing I'm doing right now is I'm learning to become a pilot. I'm actually on the very tail end of becoming a private pilot. Wow. So fl flying is a, a huge passion of mine and has been for a long time. I finally was able to start taking lessons. So, And are you flying to be able to go, helicopters or what's the... No, uh, airplanes. Wow. Cessna 172. Very cool. So hopefully by this time next year, he'll be able to fly us to Cabo for the events. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> All right, Jason, what are you? What are you uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. And for me, a little bit of the same. I mean, we love being outside. We were planning on doing a little little beach camp over the holidays. The weather looks like it may not be cooperating too much. So let's see how that plays out. Um, but in addition to being outdoors, I love music, too. I've Since I was 14, I've been playing music in a band. So got some friends we play with and okay. and jam get together as much as we can and and from time to time we'll we play some of the local breweries and, and some of the bars in, in north oceanside or really north county um so hard to find time to do that but when we get to do that it really like you said really helps the, the mental health the stress knocks everything of a day-to-day -day stress of life out of your brain and and you can really really get focused you know so it's a good time I love it. How many gigs coming up? Uh, nothing scheduled this month. We had to cancel a couple of things because some of the guys were sick, but oh. very soon in the spring we do. Yeah. Oh, nice. And then are you in North County as well? Oh, yes. Yes. Where are you in Carlsbad or where are you? Uh, actually in Oceanside, South Oceanside oh, is nice. where we're at. 
Cool. I'm in leukemia, so it's always nice to like know other people that are up here. <laughs> I feel like sometimes we're in a little bubble. Oh, for sure. We are definitely. It's almost its own its own little world from say we're kind of part of San Diego, but not at the same time. But and Oceanside is so um, up and coming. There's so many things going on and new restaurants and all kinds of stuff happening up there. Oh, it's changed so much in just the last five years. It's barely recognizable anymore. You know, ton, tons of tons of stuff popping up left and right, but a lot of, a lot of good things, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for taking your time. And Scott, thank you for taking your time out of vacation to, to connect with us. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Not a problem at all. Yeah. And we appreciate being on. Thank you so much, Rachel. This has been a lot of fun. Of yep. course, you said I keep do the the recap of um you know what happened the connections that are being made and and all of that and if you are a designer that wants to level up your business and where you are on your path i definitely recommend joining us um for cnext happening in february so connect with us if you need anything if you want to talk more about design or have more questions i'm sure scott and jason um can get you what you need all right thanks guys awesome thank Thank you. you You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well and we will see each other soon.